Happy Friday, everybody. Um, this topic, um, like I said, these things just kind of come to me based on what's going on in, in my life at the moment. So I'm, sometimes I, I, I like, feel like maybe I'm being a little too transparent about like my personal life, but, um, I'm a, I'm an open book in general and I have found that by sharing my experiences, um, it helps people because people relate, um, I think better, um, when I'm able to explain fully like things that have happened and stuff. So, um, in case the title of this, uh, podcast was not clear, um, I'm talking about second chances, um, which honestly was something I've never really believed in, um, for, specifically relationships and I, I think specifically romantic relationships under under this context um and I only say that because the first three guys that I ever really had any sort of relationship with um we attempted second chances um and let me put it this way the first one um I've mentioned before he was my first kiss we didn't date very long but he came back into the picture over a year later and um I found out that I was just a convenience for him um he made it seem like he wanted to get back together and basically he was cheating on the girl he was talking to um with me and I I had no idea so there's my first experience on second chances and it not working out um second was my first long-term um relationship and uh he had kind of we i think we had kind of both parted mutually even though he initiated the breakup um i think we were both kind of like yeah we should break up but he was the one that initiated it um and uh he came back a couple weeks after we broke up and was like let's let's do this again and it just wasn't the same because i had told him about the things that had happened in between us breaking up and um you know what let me just i'll just be honest um we during our relationship uh we really didn't have a sexual relationship um that wasn't something i was ready for well then um <laughs> the guy that i had my first kiss with um came back into the picture and um I I did things with him and so I told this guy the the guy that just broke up with me I was like hey during our our breakup like I was with someone else um I didn't have sex with him but like you know I was with someone else and the way he acted was like you didn't do that with me for a year but you did it with him after like a couple days like you and the way he worded it was like well you owe me now or something like that and I was like what the fuck like nothing had changed nothing absolutely nothing had changed he wasn't um understanding um at all similar to how he was the the, the first time we dated um or when we had j just dated before that so um that was a terrible experience and then um the guy that I was with for four years cheated on me and, um, basically like we, we didn't like break up, break up, but it was one of those things where we were in kind of like that gray area of like trying to figure out if we were going to stay together or not, like if it was worth it, like just all like kind of, you know, you know what I mean? Like you're, you're trying to navigate what's going on. Like, do we break up? Do we work this out? Like whatever. And, um, we were like, all right, let's try this again. And basically there were a bunch of red flags all over again. And I was like, I'm not, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. Um, I don't like, it just, nothing changed. And what's funny is like to this day, maybe not to this day, but to recently, if he and I have conversation, um, it's still stuff like I miss you, that sort of shit. So, um, I haven't talked to him now since, 
August of last year of twenty of twenty twenty one, but like it just and he's with someone, so I'm like, okay, like that's a once a cheater, always a cheater sort of situation in my mind. But um, anyway, <laughs> besides that, those those kind of set the the precedents for how I felt about second chances. None of them had gone well, um, absolutely none of them. So. Um, and I mean, I, I've had other instances happen in between that as well. So I just don't really believe in second chances. I'm kind of a one and done kind of person where I'm like, listen, if you're not sure or you can't get it right the first time, fuck you. Like, that's basically my mentality. Well, um, you guys know, if you've listened to all of my podcasts, you guys know about this past relationship I was in that he kind of broke up with me out of nowhere. And I, I'd said in my podcast, I was like, listen, like I, I was struggling to figure out, like, do I wait for him to figure his shit out? Do I, um, move on? Like, do I basically say like, fuck you, you didn't want me the first time. Why would you want me now? Like, I really genuinely struggled with that. And I mean, um, my, I think it was my second or third podcast now. Um, it, it was like, um, mixed messages and like contradicting messages like you know like the what I had talked about where you know if you love something let it go if it comes back it's yours whatever that saying is or like um someone who really wants you would never put you in a position it would never be in a position to lose you so like there was like the contradicting sort of messages um so like I really struggled with that well let me just tell you what happened in the last couple weeks. Um, I finally saw him in person, um, and I just had this gut feeling. I had this gut feeling. I was with my friend Caitlin, and I was like, I just have this gut feeling. I'm going to see him tonight. I was like, I don't know why, but like, I can just, I can sense it. And damn fucking straight, sure enough, he was at the bar, and um, that was the first time I'd seen him since we broke up. So it had been about two and a half, almost three months, and um. I genuinely thought like I was going to break down and cry. Like I thought that if I saw him, like I was going to have like this rush of emotion. And what's funny is like, I had this rush of anger. Like I was so mad because like I was, I was like nervous, like that butterfly sort of like hole in your stomach sort of feeling when I first saw him, but I didn't go talk to him. I went and did my own thing. Well, then we walked by him cause it's a small bar. Like I was going to walk by him eventually. And he basically like kind of acted like nothing had happened. He was like, Oh, you're not going to say hi. Oh, you're not going to like give me a hello, whatever. And it was like instantaneous anger just rushed over me. Like, like what the fuck makes you think you deserve a higher hello from me? You know what I mean? And I got so mad. I kind of went off on him. Um, well then we, I like kind of calmed down and we talked and it wasn't anything like serious, but it was like, Oh, what have you been up to? Oh, okay. This, okay. This cool. Whatever. Um, and that was kind of it. But then like the rest of the night, he would go out of his way to like basically tell me something or talk to me. And I was like, okay, like I get it. You know, you, you love me. It's fine. Um, <laughs> like that cocky sort of feeling. I was like, I am so in control right now. And, um, this false sense of confidence like washed over me and I was like, yeah, I'm a bad bitch. But, um, to sum things up, uh, that following week. So I saw him, I saw him on a Friday, uh, that following week I was like back in the area. I was going to the bar, um, saw him on Thursday. Day. Um, we had a great time, like in general, because we were celebrating a mutual friend's birthday. Like it was great. Well, then at the end of the night, you know, he was like, I, I really want to talk to you about all this. And to sum it up, um, without going too much in detail and long story short, you know, uh, I agreed, <laughs> I agreed to a second chance, um, which I never, ever do. And like my friends can tell you that all my friends can tell you that, um, 
I just, I'm usually like, no, like you either want me or you don't. And in this case, you know, he made it seem like he didn't. He said he did, but he he wasn't showing the actions like he did, you know? And so, um, I also wish you guys could see the mailman. He just blew through the street and he hit a little speed bump and like actually caught air in that little mail, mail truck. But, um, that's off, that's off the topic. Um, that was some ADHD squirrel moment. Um, but anyway, uh, I agreed to a second chance. And I never, ever do this. And honestly, like, I have seen other people give second chances. And I think that's why I was so inclined or willing to do it this time. Um, My best friend that I was in her wedding this last summer, that happened to her. Her now husband (laughs) um, had broke up with her and out of the blue for no fucking reason, like literally no reason. He was like, I don't, he literally couldn't give her a reason why he broke up with her basically. And um, she was kind of like, what the hell? And um, a year, I don't even know. I don't even think it was a full year later. I think it was like nine months or something like that. He came back and was like, I messed up. Like you are who I want to be with. Like no one is you. I've talked to other people. I've dated other people. Like no one is you. And then they got back together and a couple months later they were engaged and now they're married. Like, you know, I've seen that. And then my parents, I mean, they did the same thing. They broke up. Um, I don't know for how long, honestly, but my dad was older than my mom. So when he graduated high school, he moved to Texas. My mom, I think it was my mom that was like, I don't really want to do long distance. You know, she's still in high school. She's got proms and shit she wants to do. So they broke up. They both dated other people. And the whole time, my aunt tells a story that my aunt still lived here in Oregon. And so I guess my dad would like call or text or texting wasn't a thing at the time, but he would call or when he was in town, he'd be like, have you seen, have you seen her? Like, what's she up to? Um, you know, he would ask about her nonstop. Like no matter who he was with, he was still asking about my mom and like wanting to know what she was up to and how she was doing. And, um, I mean, that kind of happened with my, my best friend too. Like he, they would text every now and then and like kind of do like small catch-ups. Um, like, Oh, what are you up to? Oh, that's cool. Like I started a new job. Oh, that's awesome. Yada, yada. Um, so it's like, I've seen it happen with other people and I've seen how it works out. And so I think, And I mean, that was the situation here. Like, he didn't cheat on me. He didn't lie to me. He didn't, you know, like, he didn't do anything wrong. He just was like, I need to work on myself. I need to do my own thing. Like, I haven't been single really ever. And, like, I respected that, you know. I fully, fully respected that. And, um, but it was still hard because I was like, why can't you do those things with me? Like, it was, it was just difficult. And, um... So yeah, so I was like, okay, you know what? We'll do a second chance. Um, but I had, I, I knew I was going to see him again. I knew it. Um, so in between seeing him in person for the first time and coming back and having this conversation, I had one of my therapy appointments and I was talking to my therapist about it. I was like, I know I'm going to see him again. I know we're going to have a conversation, yada, yada. And basically my um, therapist was like, what you need to do is you need to set boundaries. Um, she's like, how do you want to, do you want to have this conversation? You don't owe him a conversation. And I was like, you're damn right. I don't owe him anything really. And, um, but I was like, I was like, I want to have this conversation. I, if anything, maybe it will bring me closure. And, um, so she told me to set boundaries. So that's exactly what I did. I was like, we're gonna have this conversation, um, in private we're not going to do it at the bar in front of everybody. We're not going to do it, you know, during the time that I'm supposed to be having fun with my friends. Like if you want to talk to me, you will make time outside of other 
places I see you. Like, this is not going to be like, oh, we're at the same place, same time. Like, cool. Now we'll have the conversation. Like, no, you're going to make the time to talk to me. Um, and we're going to do it completely sober because I know how things work, especially with him. And I was like, you get in your feels and you say one thing when you're intoxicated. And then, you know, when you're sober, you're like, oh shit, like I shouldn't have said that. Even though you meant it, like you take it back because, you know, that's just how it works. Like the, the drunk words are sober thoughts or whatever it is. Um, And I was like, we're going to do this sober and in private. So, you know, we are going to have a real conversation. And that's exactly what happened. We had a real conversation in private um, and sober. And it was a long conversation, like hours. Like this wasn't a 30 minute like, oh, okay, cool. Like, no, this was hours. And we talked about a lot of stuff and we dove into everything. And um, I was like, you know what? I never do second chances. And I said that. And he was like, I know, I know you don't do second chances. He was like, so if you give me one, like, I'm not going to fucking waste it. And, um, I was like, all right, so I'll give you a second chance. I was like, but it's under my conditions and my rules. And I think that this is important for anyone, um, in a relationship or getting back into a relationship or going in anything like that. Like if someone has hurt you and they, you know, expect something from you and I'm not saying he expected anything from me he fully admitted he doesn't deserve it he does I don't owe him a second chance um but I think it's important for you to you have you're you're in the driver's seat now you know like it's fully up to you how you want to manage this like if they messed up it's on your terms now like you get to be you are the captain so that's what I did I said okay you know what? We were together 50 days last time. That's it. That's it. So I was like 50 days, 50 days this time. Like you have 50 days to prove yourself to me. And I'm not going to say that after that, like after those 50 days, like everything's going to be fine and dandy. Like you're going to be proving yourself for the rest of your life. If we stay together, I was like, and honestly, like I will too, because it's not fair for me to just be like, you're the only one that has to prove yourself forever. Like that, that's not how it is. Like in a relationship, there is give and take. I'm going to have to put an effort still too. But I was just saying like, if you really want this, like, for 50 days, show me you fucking want it, like, make some effort, and, like, fucking do the damn shit, and I was, like, you know, 50 days, you know, do, we never had any problems in the last time we dated, so I was, like, do exactly what you did last time, but more, um, (laughs) but be better, (laughs) um, which, like, the communication was great, so I was, like, all right, be good with your communication again, um, uh, you know, text me, call me, FaceTime me, Snapchat me, all of those things. I was like, you know, express your feelings. And what's crazy is this time, like I'm seeing a difference. Like he always said he's not a feelings person and it was like pulling fucking teeth for him to express his feelings. And now like he'll openly say stuff. And I'm just like, like, I don't even know what to do (laughs) because I'm like, Oh shit, you're actually expressing your feelings. Like, okay, cool. Um, And so, like, I set my standards. I also said, you know, we, I'm a very relaxed, like, low maintenance kind of girlfriend. I really am. Um, I don't need you to buy me things. I don't need you to do anything fancy over the top. But at the same time, those things are appreciated. Like, I shouldn't have to ask for those types of things. So I was like, we've never been on a real date. We've been to concerts together, but it's always with a group of friends. You know, we've gotten dinner together, but it's always been like takeout and we watch movies and chill. So I'm like, I want to go on a real fucking date. So I was like, I was like, but don't wait 50 days to take me on a fucking date. Like, hell no. If, you know, if we're gaining, if, if it's day 35 and you're like, oh shit, I haven't done the date yet. And all of a sudden, all of a sudden it's day 45. Like, no, that's not okay with me. Like, 
put in effort, take me on a date. And so this weekend, um, or this last weekend, by the time this airs, uh, we have our first date. So I'll let you know how that goes. But I was like, I want to go on a real date, um, you know, work on the communication, all that stuff. But then the biggest thing was, um, I was like, listen, our physical relationship is there. Like, there's no doubt about that. Like, that's not an issue here. Um, so I was like, for, you know, this trial period, um, we're not going to have a physical relationship. We can kiss, we can hug, hold hands, that sort of thing, cuddle, but nothing more than that, you know, like very innocent, you know, physical relationship. Um, because like I said, we knew the physical part was there. There was no question if that was existent or not with us. And so for me, I was like, it's very important that we, um, build our communication and build our mental and emotional relationship and keep the physical things out of it. And I'm not saying we're not sitting here making somewhat, um, uh, like sexual comments. Like we make sexual jokes all the time. I feel like that's normal and that's healthy, but we're not doing anything. And he fully respects that. And he fully agreed to it. And, um, what's funny is I made a comment about giving him like a hall pass for Valentine's day. And he was like, no, that's breaking the rules. And I was like, God damn it. He won't even let me break my own rules. That's some shit, man. Um, but he's committed to it. Like he, it showed me that he, that was one of the things that I was like, okay, like he's actually committed to making this work and to putting in effort. And I was like, hell yeah. Like I am about this. Um, and so, uh, yeah, that's great. So yeah, boundaries. That's that's something I'm working on um, individually um, because whether it's in any relationship, I don't physical or not physical, um, romantic, friendship, family, whatever. Like I've been terrible at boundaries. I kind of just give in and I'm like, oh, okay, I'll do that. Oh, okay, I'll put in the effort. Like, no, I deserve, I deserve people to put an effort to me. So keep that in mind too. But um, yeah, so we're now, by the time this airs, we will be three weeks in to... Um, this second chance and I I like low-key hate myself a little bit because I'm like I don't do second chances why the fuck do I give him one but and I know this sounds super cliche but it's it's different this time um but I was very very clear as well that I'm like this is your last chance like I you are lucky to be getting a second chance trust me, you will not fucking get a third. Um, and I made damn sure that he was well aware of that. I was like, you will not get a third chance. And it wasn't just like, oh, if we break up or you do something wrong, like we're going to break up. Um, and then like, that's it. You don't get another chance. Like I straight up was like, if we don't work out and you fuck up, like, I'm blocking you. You will not exist. All the pictures, texts, everything will be deleted. You'll be blocked on everything. It'll be like you never existed in my life. Um, and I made that very, very clear. Um, did I feel kind of bad about it? Yeah, a little bit because like that's really like blunt and brutal, but it's honest. Like, like that's the thing is if people think they're going to get more chances from you, then why wouldn't they do it again? And I've seen this with other people where they're like, it's okay. Like I forgive you this time. Like don't do it again. Well then they do it again. And they're like, babe, like I already talked to you about this. Like, please don't do it again. Like it hurts, but you love that person so much that you're, you continuously let yourself get hurt over and over again, giving them all these chances. But the thing is, is they know you're going to give it to them. So like, why wouldn't they do it again? They're going to get away with it. And so I think that's the biggest thing. And I think that's where the boundaries part comes in is if you're going to give someone a second chance, 
be the captain of that second chance. And I'm not going to say I'm going to hold this over him for our entire relationship because I'm not, like I said, at a 50 day point, like, and, and I was, I told him to, I was like, you know, we are dating, we're in a relationship. Um, like it wouldn't be fair for me to be like, okay, prove yourself to me for these 50 days. Like, but I'm going to go talk to other people and date other people because that's not fair, but that's also not what I want either. Like, I don't want to be with anyone else. And I haven't really wanted to be with anyone else. Um, like I've dated other, not, I've not dated, but like I've been on dates and talked to other guys and I've just never been emotionally invested because my heart was still with him. Um, and like, I was very honest about that with people. So for me, I was like, listen, like we are dating, we are in a relationship, but like you're in a period of time where you're having to prove yourself to me. Like there's conversations we need to have. There's actions that need to be taken. Like this is not something I'm taking lightly because you did hurt me and you need to prove yourself to me. And, but at a certain point, like, you know, I will stop holding it over his head, but I do think it's important that not only for him, but me too, we prove ourselves to each other every single day um and so um but at a certain point I won't hold this against him like well you left me once um you know what I mean like I'm not going to continue to do that for the rest of our lives but I do want to remind him for this trial period like you're lucky to be getting this second chance sort of thing like and he he acknowledges that um he acknowledges that um you know this is this is lucky and he um you know i i don't do this for anybody and so that one not only shows that he is special to me but um that i'm serious about this too and so ooh second chances i'm not kidding you like this it stresses me out because part of me is like this is not what i do like this is not something I allow, but I'm glad I am. And you know what, if it doesn't work out, at least I've said this before, at least I can say I tried, you know, like I genuinely tried, I gave it my all. And I went out of my comfort zone to make it work. So um, I think that's the biggest thing is yes, if this doesn't work out, I'm going to be hurt, I'm going to be hurt again. And I'm, I'm probably not going to get over it for a little bit. But um, I also know that uh, if this doesn't work out, like I will be able to walk away and say, I gave it my all. I tried like, you know what? It's, it's on him. Like it's fully on him if it doesn't work out. You know what I mean? And I think that's the biggest thing with all relationships. And I've said it before, like, you know, you get tired of, of trying and trying and trying with people, but you also remember like, at the end of the day, it wasn't you, you know, like you didn't cheat, you didn't lie, you didn't give your full effort. And it's hard. It's hard to give your full effort to people over and over and over again and not get it back. Um, but at the end of the day, like at least you can say it wasn't you that gave up. It wasn't you that fucked up. It wasn't anything like that. It's it's fully on them. Um, and if they choose to recognize it, good. If they choose not to, well, they're stupid. And that's that's denial right there. Um so that's my biggest thing is, is if you don't commit and give it your all, then you'll never know. And so that's, that's where I'm at again. I'm giving it my all. And like I said, I, I, I love this man. I really do. I genuinely do. I see a future with him. And I've said that before and I've continued to say it over and over again. Like that's never something that's wavered with me. Um, and I think that's why I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. Like, if I didn't, if I, it sounds so cliche, but like, if I didn't see that with him, I wouldn't give him a second chance. And so, um, yeah, going out of my comfort zone, doing the second chance thing, which is, whew, I'm telling you, it's not easy. It is not easy, but here we are. So, um, 
But that's 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 the thing is if you're gonna give someone a second chance, don't do it because they come back begging, and don't do it because you know you're bored. Don't do it because, um, you know you're lonely. Do it because you genuinely love that person and you see something with them. So you're this is you giving your full effort. And then if it doesn't work out, it's okay to be disappointed. It's okay to be sad. But stand by yourself in knowing that you tried and um you didn't give up you know what I mean so um but I do think when it comes to second chances I do think it is um a case I've, I've now learned and I'm I wouldn't have said this before I think it's a case-by-case basis um not everyone deserves a second chance not everyone's going to get a second chance um but if if someone gives you a second chance if you're the person that gets that second chance don't take it for granted and don't take it as a sign of weakness either because I think it takes a very strong person to give a second chance Um, and I thought this with my friend Emily, um, you know, when her now husband came back, I was like, "Mm," I was like, "Mm," you know, protective. I was like, "Mm, if he hurts you again, I'll fuck his shit up. Um, and she was like, I know she, and she was nervous too. I remember that she was like, I don't know, but it feels right. She's like, I'm nervous, but it feels great. And it's so weird because that's how I feel now. Um, I'm like, I'm super nervous and I'm scared because I don't want to feel that hurt again. And I don't want to feel that sensation of losing him all over again. But I'm like, but what if it works? You know, like, what if I never feel that again? Because this is my person. And, um, I keep seeing this quote that's like, soulmates aren't found, they're made. Um, And I think that's true because, you know, I listen to my parents talk about each other and they're like, we choose each other every day. Like, it's so easy. I feel it's so sad, but I feel like divorce is almost normalized now. Like, being able to leave and just divorce and be done is so normalized. And I don't think it should be that way at all. Like, if you're marrying someone, you're choosing that person. You literally say it through sickness and health, poor, richer and poor, like better or worse like you're choosing that person no matter what and that's what my parents have done and so um you know like I think it's so normalized to be able to leave when things get hard um and so it's up to him to choose me it's up to me to choose him and make this work like you know like I said soulmates are not found they are made and um I think what that means is like You find someone that you're like, okay, like, yes, in a way, you may be like, they're my soulmate. But it's it's the act of you choosing them as your soulmate and committing to them and essentially taking those vows when you start dating and and choosing them. And I think that that's that's true. And I've told him that. I'm like, listen, like, we are dating. I was like, you're my boyfriend. But... I see more than that with you. So if I weren't acknowledging sort of like marriage vows now, then why would I in the future? You know what I mean? Like if you're dating someone and you're like, yeah, this is going to be my person. Like I am committed to this. I see a future with them. Why wouldn't you start treating your relationship with those vows from the beginning? Um, and that's kind of, I, maybe that's an old school mentality, but you know, I think it's true. Like if you truly like that dating to marriage sort dating to marry sort of saying and mentality, like if you're dating to marry, why wouldn't you date them as if you were married already, you know? And maybe that's way out of my, my mental league and maybe that's stupid. I don't know, but I don't, I don't think it is. I don't think it is because if I'm going to marry someone, why wouldn't I treat them the way I'm going to treat them when we're married now, you know? So, um, 
and that's kind of how it comes with second chances. Like in marriage, things are not always easy. Um, things are going to be hard and that's where that richer and for poor, um, sickness and health, like, you know, they're not always going to be perfect. We're going to fuck up. We're human. We make mistakes. Um, some mistakes, not forgivable. Trust me. But um, like cheating, uh-uh, I'll never fucking forgive it. Never. I'll be like, nope, you're out. Because if you're going to do it once, you're going to fucking do it again. And I'm not about that. Um, but like people are going to make mistakes. And, you know, you have to be able to communicate and talk through those things. And although those, although you may not think of those as second chances, like they are, you know, like it's you choosing to forgive them and move forward. Um, and so second chances are not just huge things like, oh, we broke up, you know, we're going to get back together, but there's second chances all through life. Um, and so I think, setting boundaries and being able to communicate like this is not okay I'm giving you my my forgiveness don't fucking do it again though like you can forgive people and help them learn that like it wasn't okay and they won't do it again some people may some people may like I said some people may take advantage of your kindness and I don't think that speaks to you as on being weak like I said it speaks to them on on being um what's the right word I don't want to say manipulative, um, but definitely taking advantage of you. And I just think that's wrong. Um, but second chances to wrap it up. Um, I never believed in them. I didn't, I didn't. Um, but now that I'm giving one, I am choosing to believe in them and I'm putting all my faith in them. Trust me. Um, so I think it's a case by case basis. And I think the important part is if you're going to do a second chance, no matter how big or small, set your boundaries, set your boundaries and um, just know what you deserve and what you will and won't accept. And you don't no, you don't owe anyone a second chance. I think that's the biggest thing. You don't owe anyone anything. So if you give them one, you you better make sure that they appreciate it and um, make sure that they understand this is not you being weak. This is you being kind and trying. So um, I this is where I'm like, be blunt. Like I am so blunt sometimes and I'm like, just be blunt and just straight up like lay down the law, okay? Lay down the law, set your standards because if you're giving them a second chance, you are the captain now, okay? And don't let them take advantage of you at all. So, um, good luck with <laughs> everything. Um, if you are in this situation or you come across this situation, um, I commend you because I do think it shows great strength in giving a second chance. So, um, but yeah, I'll keep you guys updated because like I said, I I feel like it's important for me to be somewhat transparent and open about my life and experiences so that you understand, like, I'm not just speaking out my ass, like, I'm going through these things and I've been through these things and I know where you're coming from, even though the situation may not be exactly the same, like, it may relate in some ways. So um, until next Friday, have a good weekend.